I'm Steven. And I'm Spencer. Welcome to Ragnarok Cast, your podcast for all things marketing and MarTech. Hello, everyone. We're the co-CEOs of Ragnarok. Hi there. I'm Spencer. Hi there. I'm Melanie Zip. I'm a strategist here at Ragnarok. I'm filling in for Steven today. I'm going to take my cool sunglasses off because I cannot see anything at all. But I just wanted to show them off for the those of you who are viewing today. I just ordered them from Gooder.com. This is not a paid ad, but, uh, you know, I just pretty cool. Highly recommend. All right. So uh, today we have a special guest with us. Well, we have a special co-host, Melanie, chilling in for Stephen, who's on paternity leave. And we have Jace, our friend from Digio. And also, actually, Kat... I mean, you're here too. You know, we I should uh, we should shout out Cat and Salen here before we get started. <laughs> Hi, I don't know Salen if you could access the mic, but she, she's 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 there. like like don't talk to me. <laughs> she's waving at me. I'll I'll pass it on in proxy. <laughs> All right, here is today's prompt. I'm going to read it in three, two, one. Data capture sounds a little sketchy without giving any context, but when it comes down to it, it's how we create customized experiences for users. It's like a little private personal shopper living in the interwebs, picking out what skincare routine is best for you. We're here with our friend Jace from Digio. We've talked about this platform briefly in a previous episode, but now you can hear it from the experts themselves on how we can make data capture a fun and interactive experience for our customers. Hi, Jace. Want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi. I'm Jace Farron. I'm the head of marketing at Digio. Uh, I was previously the head of design over at Digio. And um, I, I feel like uh, that that experience is actually really great to give me insight into you know working directly with, with customers and kind of their needs. And uh, I also have a background in uh, working in e-commerce, uh, working for publishing. And so I have a pretty good beat on you know, some of those goals and, and, and needs from those customers. Awesome. And Jace, you're uh, you're based somewhere here in the New York area? Uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in upstate New York. Got it. Okay, cool. Question number one. Before we get into the how of the conversation, tell us a little bit more about Digio itself. Yeah, so Digio has been around for uh, 12 years now. You know, it's funny, people ask me, you know, what, what do you do for, for work? And I, I think when I started uh, working with Digio, I actually worked with Digio as a freelancer like years and years ago. So I've been with the company a long time. You know, I, I had a hard time kind of explaining. I was like, I don't know. Do you know when you go to a website and there's a pop-up and it's kind of annoying? We make those, but they're less annoying. It was, it was kind of how I framed it. And over time, you know, I get to really understand that it, it's... What we do is anytime you have any kind of interaction on a website where you're, you know, answering a question or you're, you're getting some kind of some feedback, it's, you know, we're involved in that. So if you're taking a quiz or, you know, signing up for, um, you know, to get a deal and, and, and entering your email, um, we're involved in kind of facilitating that, that transfer of, of data to get value. It's pretty exciting because I, I think that, you know, the way that we approach that, um, sort of as a team is, you know, we're all really creative people and we, try to approach it really earnestly of like what are the things that get us excited about you know going on a website and what, what's going to make us trust a brand and want to interact with the brand and so we really look at it that way and so we try to come up with like more exciting ways instead of just like you know join our newsletter and um you know and really really engage in audiences authentically um but also you know looking at kind of the numbers and the tried and true what works and combining you know those thought processes to come up with a, a really fun engaging interaction Melanie here's uh, had quite a lot of experience on your platform. So Melanie, maybe you can add a little bit of, uh, you know, as a as an external power user, a little bit of your your insight on it. Fun fact: I've worked for 
over 20 companies in Digio. Um, I've worked with companies directly that use the platform and then also working on the agency side and helping clients build out Digio capture widgets. Um, so as Jay said, I think a lot of people come to Digio thinking that it's a, a tool to help you build your email list, right? So sign up for our newsletter, get this thing, but it's so much more than that. I think the one thing that really I highlight I highlighted with my clients and just working in-house as well was how can we use this and like align it with our content calendar and what we have going on. So we've got this new launch or we've got this quiz or, hey, we just want to find out what our audience is into at the moment. Um, we use Digio for all of that. So quizzes, polls were really popular and really just using it as an extension on your website. So I think that's the the value in Digio is it's so flexible and allows you to do that. Um, and it can be really fun. So it's I agree. There is that kind of getting over that hurdle of, oh, this is just an email capture, you know, boring thing to really having it power anything that you're doing from a promotional standpoint. Yeah, no, I really, I really love that too. I, I think exactly that is is thinking about you know what are what are your goals and and you're looking at your production calendar because there's so many things you can you can do and and really it's you know tying that all together where when you know you you someone visits your site there's there's banners and teasers and you know a hero section and it all ties into to the same messaging that you really want to promote and working towards the same goals and so it's so much more than just you know capture an email but it's using all of these these features to to really you know connect with an audience and and to you know update it kind of on the fly because it is really flexible so that that's that very cool feedback to hear that that's that's sort of your approach to it because I, that's perfect that's that's exactly what we want everybody to be doing on the the kind of fun side, because most people don't think of, uh, you know, like you said, like widgets and stuff as fun. What are the most engaging features, not just to want to capture information, but actually like make it a, a real experience for users? Yeah, I think that's a great question. It's actually funny um, uh, that you you were wearing some gooder sunglasses because they're they're one of our customers, uh, and we actually uh, we we have a quiz that we built for gooder to help you find the perfect shades. And uh, I, I think quizzes are like just hands down one of the most fun ways to engage with customers. Um, but it's really, it's also, you know, you're getting a lot of value out of, out of taking a quiz because you're, you're finding something that's so unique and custom to you. And, you know, so we have this, this quiz and it's got, you know, this really great, uh, buttons with, you know, there's images of each frame shape. So you can actually look, okay, I like cat eye or I like square sunglasses and you can go through and answer these questions and get something at the end that's really perfect for you. And um, it's just, it's it's a lot more, you know, fun than just like scrolling through and, and browsing, you know, a, a thousand products on a site, but to just have a really, you know, a short interactive experience, you're answering questions about your preferences. There's, you know, really good visuals that kind of help you shop. And in the end, you've got something that's custom to you. And it kind of has that feeling of, you know, like when you take like a BuzzFeed quiz and, and you're finding out exactly what Disney princess are you, but instead it's like, what are the perfect sunglasses for you? And I think that that experience just feels so much more organic than, you know, scrolling through and applying filters and browsing. And it kind of bridges the gap between, you know, having someone who is an expert who's standing right there asking you those questions and, you know, being able to shop online. Having gone through that myself, it's really fun because Gooder has such a fun brand. Like uh, they say that their CEO is, uh, I think it's Carl the Flamingo. Um, <laughs> nice. And so all the emails are are from Carl the Flamingo. And it's always like, wow. And there's lots of exclamation points. And all their product names have things like whiskey shots with Satan, gardening with the Kraken, 
sunbathing with wizards. And they're just sunglasses, but it's great. It makes it uh, more fun. So it's cool that you guys can kind of be an extension of the brand itself through through that yeah. experience. Yeah, it's it's super fun. The Flamingo, he makes an appearance like right on the splash page of the of the quiz. Um, and it's it's great too, because I, I think that's one thing that, you know, I find time and time again when I when I talk to our customers, you know, what what stood out to you about Digio. And it's it's so interesting because there's so many, you know, really advanced technical things that we can do and you know, integrations uh, you know, with with your existing tech stack and you can customize anything. And but the number one answer is always, oh, I can make it look exactly like my brand and, and be a part of my website. And it doesn't look like some, you know, stencil cookie cutter quiz solution. It's funny because it, it's it's something that I think it's easy to overlook. But that that really is something that is kind of in the forefront of people's mind is like, does this fit with our voice and our style and our branding? And, you know, is it seamless as, as an experience on our site? And I, I think their quiz is a perfect example of that because it, it really does feel like it just fits right in and it was built custom uh, for them. Um, and, and, and I mean, it was, but through, you know, a platform that made it super easy. <laughs> it's cool because I, I think brands like that, that really have a strong voice get to carry that over with all of, you know, quizzes or any widgets that they add to their site. It doesn't feel like this thing that's tacked on. It feels like part of just a complete experience. Melanie, from your perspective, you know, uh, having implemented Digio and helped clients, you know, and brands from within think through the best use of the tool. What are some key strategies that you might offer for a brand trying to make their Digio experience fun and engaging? All of the experiences are going to be based on what they're trying to do. So whether that's capture more email addresses, whether that's drive product recommendations, uh, we're going to build, you know, different experiences based on what what each brand is looking to do. Um, But with that, there's some things that are pretty common for kind of getting out the gate and getting active capture on your site. Um, So as Jace mentioned, quizzes are a great way to engage without being super quote unquote salesy or overly promotional. They're a great way to garnish those email addresses too, because you've asked for, or you've gone through this experience, you are now wanting to know what your foundation matches or what, you know, what board shorts you should be wearing this summer. Um, I'm going to provide my email to then get those recommendations. So it's a nice organic way to get people into your audience without being overly promotional. On the flip side, though, let's say we are having a Memorial Day sale and we've got a huge slash on prices or on products, or we've got a promotion that's specific to um, maybe an SMS list. Uh, Digio's a fantastic tool to use for promoting that as well. So you can go down and say, hey, check this out, provide your email or your phone number for this discount, and we'll send that information over by by joining the list. So um, lots of ways to gather information and get that out to your audiences. Um, And then, you know, even if you're just looking for site engagement, one thing that worked really well were polls. And we worked with like a media site that I worked with or a magazine um, when The Bachelor was was very popular. We would do weekly like polls on who we think was going to make it the next week and provide, you know, insight that way. So it's really just depending on what you're looking for in in terms of engaging your audience or growing your list, Digio can, can power really kind of any piece to that. Damn, are you a Digio salesperson or what? Maybe it sounds like it. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I need to take notes on on all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's furiously scribbling <laughs> in the be background. Like our next, our next. Put it, uh, put it in the PowerPoint, guys. Step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. yeah, no, it was extremely well said. And and I, I think that's really the, the key to it is is ways you can, you know, kind of engage with people and, and make it interactive. Um and I and I think small tweaks too, you know, instead of just like you know, okay, um, you know, get, sign up for our, e- our email list or, you know, here we'll give you 20% off, even doing a little thing like, you know, having a pop-up that's like asking somebody, you know, okay, you know, what kind of thing are you shopping for? Uh, I think an example we had recently was like a wedding dress site. And so it's like, are you know, are you the the, the bride? Are you the, you know, mother of the, the, the groom? You know, who are you in the wedding? What kind of dress are you looking for? And you answer the question, you get 20% off and it's, it's just a little bit more fun, right. To, to kind of interact and you're, you know, you're collecting that, that data, which is really useful for your purposes and in order to, you know, provide value as well to your customers. So, you know, they're, they're going to get better recommendations because you know a little bit more about them, but I think really just kind of having that like personalization or that, that interactivity, um, you know, doing things like, you know, click here to reveal your deal and, you know, might get something different based on which one you choose. Anything you can do to, to kind of make it more interactive and engaging, I, I think it just gets people excited. And I think even to that, even something as simple as, as forms can be more fun, you know, when you kind of approach them differently. And so we've, we've seen a lot of the success with uh, conversational forms where instead of, you know, you're filling out your name, your address, and, and it's just, you know, wall of entry fields and your eyes are glazing over, you know, we're asking you those questions kind of in bite-sized bits, like, you know, Hey, where, where, where do you live? You know, what kind of, uh, you know, what are you looking for today? Or, you know, and, and you kind of do it in more of a conversational way and break it up into like little bits of information at a time. It actually, even though, you know, if you were furiously typing, you could probably fill that up quicker. It's going to feel more digestible in that way. And, and so even that it's, it's kind of, you know, even though it's not a quiz where it's like calculating result, um, just kind of approaching it in, in like a, a more natural conversational way. I think people really just respond well to that. It's, it's an easier interaction. It's, it feels more friendly. And so, you know, we really try to think about, you know, anytime you're engaging with your audience, what it, what is the easiest way to, to talk to them and get the information from them and, you know, make it clear that you're providing value. You're not bogging them down, asking too much and, and just make it feel natural and easy. And, uh, I, you know, that's, that's usually the goal is, is just be very transparent, build a real connection with your customers. And that, helps, I think, with that idea of, you know, marketing is shady and, and, you know, they're, they're just trying to steal my data. It's like, no, we're, we're actually asking you very upfront and, and asking for your consent and using that consumer consent to data to give you value and being upfront about what that value is. And, you know, that entire approach, I think, is just so much more authentic and in the long run, powerful and, uh, you know, has better results, makes your brand feel trustworthy. And it's just more fun of an engagement than filling out a form or browsing through a site, you know, clicking endlessly until you find what you need. There's definitely a stigma around light box captures or overlays, right? There's mm-hmm. this, I I mean, I can speak to this too, right? From a user experience perspective, you give it to a site and everything pops up on the page. You have cookie consent, and then you've got sign up for the email, and then you've got banners that are coming in. And that can feel way overwhelming and really crazy. We know that from just an, an experience perspective. Um, so I like what you said about just bite-sized pieces and you can be a little bit more discreet about that and also mm-hmm. not scare away your audience with all of these things up front. I think there's this unique element also to browsing as well. So once somebody gets to a certain point in the you know, through their experience on your website, maybe show them a different experience based on what they're browsing, which could be really cool as well. So, yeah, yeah, stuff. absolutely. So I have a uh, an important question for you, Jace, that uh, we were pontificating on last time about Digio when uh, mm-hmm. Stephen was here with me in the studio. 
which <laughs> is the origin of the name. And I almost don't want to know what it is because we were we were thinking maybe it's a combination of Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because Digimon, Digital Monsters, you know, if any of you out there remember exactly, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh um, cards. So it just seems to fit really well together. So, you know, I, I almost don't want to know if I'm wrong or not. But uh, honestly, do you know the, uh, do you have the history of the name? So I, I kind of do. Um, so I, as I mentioned, I, I've known Rishi, our, our CEO, for uh, as long as Digi has been around, before Digi has been around. Um, and I, I used to do freelance uh, for him. And, and around the time Digi was, you know, coming up and, and it was still a concept. Um, I, I do remember pitching some ideas for names. And I, I think... Uh, and I, I don't want to take credit. I, I think that might have been one of mine that I that I floated. And I I was totally like that kid that was like watching, you know, Digimon. And so I'm like, it had to be subconscious, right? That that was, you know, that was in there. So I, I think, yes, that you're right. Um, it's it's a completely it's just like a, you know, an anime wee breath. <laughs> I assume your first uh, your first suggestion was jaceisawesome.com. But I guess that one. <laughs> That one didn't go through. Uh, you know, it's funny as, as Rishi actually had a, a, a website that was something like that. It was like getting more awesome uh, way back then too. Oh, really? So that, yeah, it was like a marketing blog that, that he ran. I wonder if it still exists. Um, That's a deep cut. Oh, we should gonna, search yeah. for it. <laughs> Someone's yeah. going to look it up and, and find it. Um, probably hasn't been updated in like 15 years, but no, it probably was a name like that too. <laughs> okay. You know what? We're going to, I'm just going to keep talking about Rishi and Digio and we're going to bait him on <laughs> to, get getting, the, the to get him in here. So next time we're gonna we're gonna review his old blog posts and uh, <laughs> perfect, love it. Be like, wow, man, this is this is rough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I think we had maybe some preconceived notions about what capture maybe for for your website, but after talking today, um, I hope shed some light on how this experience can be um, fun for your website and really look at other ways to engage and capture your audience with fun tools. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> also, I completely blanked out because I'm messing with Salen in the background here and I'm typing to her that she has to break dance before we can end the podcast. So uh, she's shaking her head no emphatically. <laughs> um, you can't see her, but she was real. Um, I don't have anything after this, so I'm, I'm happy to wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, should I turn the... Uh, no? Okay, fine. Next time. I'll keep working on it. So, thanks, James, for coming in. Melanie, thank you for co-hosting. Lamo Steven isn't here today, but you did a great job. I'm going to keep calling him Lame until he comes back, because we miss him. For everyone out there, uh, whether you're a viewer for the first time, thank you for watching me awkwardly. Uh, visit our website, ragnarokmarketing.com, to learn more about Ragnarok and how to add DGO to your tech stack. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, what are all the other actions that one does on social media. Um, I'm sort of blanking there. Applause and smiley face and brownie Comment, face, whatever. Share, yeah. Comment, share, <laughs> and whatever. Do it. Subscribe to our email newsletter. Do it. I know Jay said that we shouldn't do that and just say that, but I am just going to come out and say it. Subscribe. There's very different content. Actually, it's pretty similar, but it's still pretty good. Check it out for more thought leadership. All right. Sailing off to you. Breakdance time. <laughs>